Hi guys, welcome to BN Beats Podcast. My name is Nolo and I'm here with... Hi guys, my name is Liaho and yeah, welcome to our podcast BN Beats where we strive to celebrate our passion for alternative beer and alternative music. And today we're going to be reviewing... Guinness Extra Stout Nigerian. Yeah, well it says Guinness okay, Foreign... Okay, let me, let me read. Let me read. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just read the whole thing. Guinness Foreign Extra Stout. Yes. And then there's a signature there that says... Arthur Guinness. Arthur. Arthur Guinness, the founder of Guinness. It doesn't say Arthur though, it says Arthur. Look, A R T H. Arthur, it's just. <laughs> okay, Arthur. It says imported brewed in Nigeria, Basically. which is why I said Nigerian yeah. stout, but it actually just says foreign extra stout. Yeah, all the way from Nigeria. So, yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, so housekeeping notes? Yes. I'm going to open as I yes. housekeeping notes. So, housekeeping notes for the audio podcast listeners. We've covered Guinness before on the podcast. So, yeah, but just to recap those. And then there is a hippie. Well, you don't have to tell them that. They'll just have to watch that episode themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, spoiler alert. She, like, well, I should have said that before you said that. But, yeah. No, so housekeeping notes for the audio listeners. Uh, from Dublin, Ireland. Founded in... Correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, 1759? 1759? Correct me if I'm wrong? Well, yeah, somewhere there. Somewhere there. The Celtic Hop will tell you. Uh, Yeah, category, it's an ale. Style, it's an extra stout. Yeah, ABV is a whopping 7.5%, yo. 7.5%. So, yeah, guys, so just a recap, actually. If you guys go back to watch the episode that we did do of Guinness, I mentioned something along the lines that they had to push a certain amount of volume to be officially like produced in our country. Yes. Yeah, they met the requirement. Are you serious? They did. When did you find they this did. out? Recently, when I was doing the when I was doing the research for this beer, I found out that oh no, now they're actually being brewed like in Kruisdorp. Hey like, man. At three fronts, three fronts and street. Okay, wait. So if you say they met it, what is what was? And it was that? over a year. They, they were supposed to push uh 4.5 million cans. They made it. 4.5 million cans in yes. what? In how long? What's the duration that they had? Yeah. Oh, 4.5 million cans in I, one year in no, South was, Africa. It was a two year period. Sorry. Wait, me. in South Africa only? Yes. 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 Guys, la, noa. Yeah. <laughs> no, they made it, man. So cl- clearly. That's insane. And also, it's, I guess, more popular than I thought. They have a market. But I think it's also because when you measure in liters, it's 2 million liters. Mm. So it also counts for the kegs that they distribute to like restaurants and bars and so on and so forth. So Makes sense. That's yeah, a lot of beer. Yeah. They, they made it. So wow, now, congratulations. That's, that's, yeah. that's impressive. And for the ones that are actually paying attention to the craft beer market, Three mm-hmm. Fronts Street, it's actually quite... Uh, there's a story behind it. Mm-hmm. It's owned by SAB. Oh, okay. Yes. I know, I know, I know. I didn't say anything. That was the like... <laughs> There was the off-field facility for like microbrewing. Okay. That's where they was experimenting with a lot of mm. brutal fruit started there. They experimented with that. They also once had like a craft run of cream ales oh, once nice. upon a time. Yeah, so that facility now is just being used to actually produce uh Guinness. Yeah, but the nitro stout. Okay. But this one, all the way from Nigeria, this one's still being imported. They're mm. not messing with this one. Mm, mm. They get in they're not they're not gonna like mess around with the recipe. Thank goodness. None of that. <laughs> so 
Yeah, man. I'm so excited about this because um, if you guys do watch the previous episode about Guinness, we spoke about the different kinds of stouts, that there's like a normal stout, a milk stout, and this is the extra this stout. This is the extra stout. This yeah. is like the... This is the strong stout, man. <laughs> this is the big boys now. Yeah, you're not messing around here. Yeah, no, this, this is, is like... And I'm so excited. Oh my this gosh. I love the stout. I, okay, let me... Let me, okay. let me keep it for the, the five no, criteria. It's fine. fine. So, <laughs> as you know, guys, uh, we're going to do bottling and appearance. Number one, we're going to do price. We're going to do taste. We're going to do does it beat the commercial equivalent. And we're going to ask the availability of it. Mm-hmm. So, where are we starting? Bottling and appearance? Yeah, let's. Yeah. I think it's Guinness. Think? I like the extra yellow. Add a and detail. that extra. What, I don't know. That aqua color? Yes. What's that color? It's aqua. When last did I say the word aqua? I don't know. Because it's not blue and it's not green. It is aqua. No, that's definitely, that definitely falls in the category of aqua. It's so cool. I like that, like, they added that to this one. No, I like the bottling. I'm a fan. Yeah, I like it. I think it's really cool. It works. It really does. Do you know that actually started, Nigeria is actually starting to export this to Europe. Are you serious? No, but I'm sure. But also, apparently... Correct me if I'm wrong. Nigeria is just big on stouts in general. Yeah. Like that's what they drink. When they say they're drinking beer, they drink stouts. I think officially now they, I might be wrong. Please correct me in the in the comment section. But I think they overtook uh, Ireland. In what? Terms of how much Guinness they drink? Actually drink. Yeah. <gasps> Nigerians now drink more stout than then, the Irish. The people, the actual like. The people who are. Yeah, the yes. pioneers of it. That the, is the people that actually make it and consume it, they love it that much. Because um, I also feel like um, stout in Nigeria is like lager here, basically. Basically, yes. The way we consume Yo, lager. Yo, guys, but stout is hicked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what is really popular in Nigeria? Is it like milk stouts, you nope, know? extra. Extra only. Like milk, but not extra milk stout is only. for the week there. Milk stout is for the week. There is just like... So basically, their milk stout would be our castle light? No, our milk stout is their castle light, basically. Oh. That's their light beer. This is their like standard... Let's 7.5 yeah. is standard? I need to move to Nigeria. Dude, uh, no, no, I, I'm not that strong. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I'm no, I'm excited. Strong. Also, I've wanted to visit Nigeria for a really long time. So that would be a good incentive. Now, visit, yes. Yeah, stay. Okay, I don't know. I have to. Maybe. Visit. Let's visit first and then yeah, make the decision, yeah. right? Yeah. So in terms of consumption, UK is number one. So okay. And then Ireland dropped number three. That is Nigeria's insane. number two. Guess the fourth country. Stout. Yes, is it in stout. Africa? It is in Africa. It cannot be South Africa. No ways. Stout. Yes. I want to say Zim, but no, they like loggers. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... Okay, um, West Africa? Yes. Okay. Um. Wow, I can smell it already. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, let me put you on It's Cameroon. Are you serious? Yeah, they also like... So the Cameroonians... No, West Africa like, just loves... That's so true, actually. Yeah. No, they do. They're big fans. That makes a lot of sense. Big, big fans. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so that's bottling appearance we yes, love. Can yes. we move on to taste? Yes. So, yeah, no, so... Are ah, you already smoking a taste there? No, no, no. I'm smoking a smell, but... Mm. Oh, it smells so good. Heavy. I'm surprised at how the head is not as creamy. Yeah. But also, it's not a milk stout. It's not a milk This is an extra yeah. stout. So... Oh, yeah. Coffee, coffee. Hella strong. This is like I can smell the body. alcohol, the, the yes, coffee. Yes, it pushes your head it's back. Like, like it's a punch. Okay, I'm Jesus. Oh, that's strong. 
Like it's so strong, but it's so good. I'm conflicted because I'm like, dude, this is strong. I like it's that it's both. I like that it's both. Full body coffee, like. Yeah. Guys, if you like want something hectic, like yes. yeah, guys, go not today. Drink this. <laughs> I think if you like, if you're a big fan of coffee and you take your coffee seriously. I don't think it's just about coffee though, because the alcohol percentage is also so high, and you can taste that as well. No, that's what I'm saying. But if you're a coffee drinker and you like the strong, full-bodied coffee. Mm. You're gonna find your home here. Yeah. So like for those people that drink real coffee. Yes. You know those people like, oh my god, I don't yeah, drink this. I only, I only drink that. I want the beans to be crushed. And, yeah, and, I want and, I want yeah. I can't Ethiopian beans. You see what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> blame them. You. This is, this is you. great. So oh, I can feel it sitting now. Just to tell people a little bit more about stout. Mm-hmm. So stout, you know, like you have to like roast basically the the barley mm-hmm. that you use. So Which is where the coffee taste comes yeah, from. Yes, so that's mm-hmm. where the darkness comes from. So mm. when you roast it all the way, all of it, like you roast coffee beans, mm. this is how you get the color. Mm. So to get to an extra stout, you need to add more hops than you would ordinarily add. Mm. So with these guys, the way it started out was that because it was like during the Canolia days mm. and they were taking ships all the way to Africa, mm. the beer would spoil before they got to the continent. So they figured out that by adding more hops, the beer could last longer. Mm. So is then, that how? Extra style was developed, yes. like created, That's I guess. That's how extra style came to be because they wanted to travel with the style, but it would spoil uh, over a long distance. Okay. So if you add more hops, the beer lasts longer. Uh, okay. That's so, so interesting. But hence, hmm. like, even with an IPA, mm. IPAs are so strong. Do you know what the I stands for? Uh, Indian Pale Ale. Yes. Do you know <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I have to know that. <laughs> do you know why they call it Indian? Is it from India? Oh, no, no, not. No, it's not from India, but I know. Isn't it because it was. Yep. They traveled to India and they needed yep. something strong and it was spoiling. Basically, the same story about a start. Story. <laughs> so, so colonization is giving us... <laughs> yeah. No, so colonization and is giving us strong beers. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I have to say it like that. History. Let's say history is history. giving us strong beers. <laughs> okay. Let's leave it I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's leave it there. So, okay, next is... Are we happy? Though? Yeah, I'm happy. You're we happy. Okay. <sighs> Price point. So, <sighs> four pack. Four pack, okay. And I got this at Tops. Hey. I had to. Also, it's the only place I've ever found it. I don't want to lie. Macro used to stock them, but every time I go there, they say sold out. That's, they used to. Okay. I've never seen, and I've looked for this because I really enjoy it. I've never seen it anywhere but Tops. Yeah. No, Tops always has it for some reason. But why doesn't anybody else uh, stock it? I don't why know. is that? Is it because. Macro do stock it, but I think. Because it's basically, what do you think you can move? Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And also, okay. maybe like Diageo has like a distribution deal with Top specifically. Oh, okay. So they can push maybe through them. Makes sense. Of, you know, any other brand. Because mm. it's like, you have to haggle and haggle. And mm, mm. So, okay, yeah, so tops four. Four of these, yeah. And it's strong, Dede. This is hella strong, man. And it's good quality. And no, definitely. from Nigeria. Yeah. So it's local. Shape. There's it's so like, many. It's an import, but yeah. not too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I feel like it should be expensive. For a four pack, I'm gonna say 110. Oh, it's 100 bucks. 
Ah, I was close. Very close. I'm very happy with the price. As am I. I was happy when I paid it. 100 rand. 100 bucks. No, I'm man. very happy. For this, I was like... Dude. Now I'm going to the bottles tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of tops around you. Did you know that? No, I do. That's why... I actually do, yeah. I don't. Uh, the only, I think I have one checkers. Yeah. But it's a bit of a drive. And yeah. I think I have one, two... Two or three you tops. Them? No, I'm just thinking... Oh, like, yeah. All like around, around you. Me, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've ever drank this much on an episode. I'm drinking uh, more than I'm talking today. Yeah. Finally. No, it's good. Jump on the bandwagon. So, availability. Mm-hmm. It's a no for me. Yeah, it has to be a no. Unfortunately. You have to go to either a tops or you don't get it at all, basically. Yeah, yeah. And also, tops is expensive. So, if it's 100 rand at tops, that's actually a good price. Can you imagine? Because that means it's basically like 90, 90 rand. 90 or 80 somewhere yeah. else. If it was being sold somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, no, Gehip, I'm very happy about yeah. the price. But availability is a no. Definitely a no. Mm. And then commercial equivalent. Extra stout? I don't know, there's, another there's extra no, stout. Not for us. Commercially? No. no. The only stout I know, no, but it's not extra. Friars. Fraser's is it an extra. It's just it a, is. It is an extra but stout. But that's craft. But, um... Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm talking so like. this is commercial. This is definitely commercial. This is like big beer. I mean, they managed to ship it across the world. I get you, but I also feel like if I was to compare something that I know personally that's similar... Oh, so extra stout for extra stout. It would, yeah, it would be okay, a phrase. Not for stout. Yes, okay. it would be a phrase. Yes. And that is still not as strong as this. Mm, this no, is so not. heavy. This is heavy. And also extra stout, yeah, fryers, how, what's the percentage? Do you know? I'm not sure. I think it's probably it's around not six. six. Yeah, I, I think yeah, so. Yeah. This is yo, 7.5 on a beer is something it's else, lot. guys. And it's a stout on top of that. But I'm very happy about it. So what do you think? Uh, yes. So if uh, commercially equivalent, there isn't any. So I would just say so yes. So for this to be the benchmark yeah. of extra stouts, this I is. I would say brilliant. Yes. So that's like what four out of five? Mm-hmm. I mean that's really really good. That is. Really really good. So the only thing they failed on is. Availability. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, man, guys, uh, if you have a tops near you, because I feel like I have to <laughs> say that, mm-hmm. if you have a tops near you, and if you're a fan of like full body coffee. Or just you want something really, really strong, mm. alcohol-wise, we would definitely recommend you try Taste-wise. Taste-wise mm. as well. Alcohol-wise as well. Mm. It's like a bit hoppy. I'll give sits, you a warning. It's strong and it it's hoppy. It sits in your, in your mouth. Yeah, for a while. Mm. But in a pleasant way. Mm, though, mm, mm. I really, really And also, it. I really want to bring this up. Do not have a stout really cold. Don't yes. do it. Because yes. it actually tastes so much better. The, As it catches I don't want to say, wa- yeah. The, not the warmer, but the more no, the, warmer gets. the lukewarmer it gets, yes. the better. Yes. Because then you can actually taste all the notes. It happened with even with Guinness, because I feel like one mistake that we also made was having it too cold. Yes. So that also contributed to our <coughs> reaction. <laughs> but the Zorias I saw, I got like such conflicting sort of advice yeah. on that. Because like one of our viewers, I saw the comment mm. and I mentioned it mm. that they told us maybe they didn't pour it properly. Properly, yeah. But all of them told me like, oh, I'll put the glass in the fridge, make sure the stout is cold. So, really? Well, half of them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But very, I also very... feel like I know stouts because even like the um, striped horse um, yes, milk yes, stout, yes, yes, yes. also the warmer, the better. Like you can taste it. It's not because also, excuse me, when it's really cold, it tastes more watery. Yeah, because that's all the notes you get. You're not getting the full sort of like brew itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, shall we move on to the beats? Yeah, for for the beat section today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're profiling. So this is a documentary, and we're gonna put the the link definitely in the description. Mm. But the documentary is about a proper full-on 
larger than life legend. I class him as the most important musician to ever exist. Whoa! No, personally. Hectic. Honestly speaking, like there've been musicians out there, guys. Hey, Leo, that's all a hectic really statement good. to make. Mm. No, I mean for me, because like it's he went beyond music. Because mm. there's a lot of people that can do music, but mm. a lot of people cannot do what this guy did. That is true. And I don't think they ever will. Okay, anticipation must be over now. What? Yes. Who is this person? So, <laughs> the documentary you're gonna profile is called Fela Kuti. Music is the weapon. So please, please, guys, give it a chance. What Check a it out. legend! Runtime I think is like 53 minutes, so it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's watchable. No, very much. And also very interesting because it also just like tells you more about his life history. Because I feel like a yeah. lot of people know bits and pieces, but not yes. really like how he grew up. That he grew up so much like outside of Africa, actually in the beginning a lot of, of his, his life. Yeah. yeah, and then only later on he moved back to Nigeria, and then. Went into politics, music, like all that. Because right now I want to tell them more, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spoil of the course, actual documentary. Of course, I agree. But guys, like if you've ever heard his music and you actually believe in the lyrics that he like speaks about, mm. the the documentary has like actual interviews where they sit down, mm. they talk to him, and he actually shares a lot of knowledge. No, he does. I mean, I also like how open he is. Well, he's always been super. I like, mean, from his music. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then. I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I heard he died from AIDS. Well, that that's the thing. Like, w- one thing I've noticed about, especially when I speak about Fela to either my friends or listen to like other people talk about him. Yeah. There's always the man and the myth. Mm-hmm. So you always hear some a matter of fact that he passed on. Yeah. But then one person would say, no, that was AIDS. Yeah. And then the other person was like, no, 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 no. That was the official story. The underlying story is that this man was was beaten a lot by the army then and the then yeah. regime. So the injuries ensued, just like, you know, exacerbated his health and just ruined it. Are you and serious? That's how you put So like with him, there's always the man and the myth. There's I get always, you. Cause like, so are you telling me that the officials made the aid story up so that they don't get in trouble for basically killing him? I'm saying there's a man in the myth. I'm saying, because like, I can't like, put it I don't want to say yes or no. Yeah, I don't, like, don't want to be caught out there. Wanna, saying, dude, we're, we're on like a public platform. That is you know true, I mean? but I also feel like Tell, tell, like, what's no, your okay, opinion? So what do you think is the This truth? is one plug I'll give to anybody. Mm. Right? Um, there's a guy, one of my favorite DJs mm. in this country. Uh, he's called Richard Momba. And he has a show that plays, I think, on 702 every Saturday from 6 to 8. Mm. He plays African music only. Mm. And so to commemorate his death, every time I think in either September or October, when he passed on, he has a whole month mm. where he celebrates his music. Mm. And he tells more of like the myths. Mm. And he sort of demystifies some of like the truisms, but never been proven. Yeah. So he's the one that actually put me onto all of this. Mm. Like, no, guys, dig more. Just don't go for the official. Like, this man had so many stories. Makes because sense. You do know he married like, I think, 27 women all at once. Mm. So what was the official story? I heard story? about it. Yeah, no, what was the official story? But what was the myth and what was the... I get you. Because... Because also it makes sense to say somebody who had 27 wives died from AIDS. Like, you that makes sense. Yeah. But, but it then, doesn't mean that it's true. And then there's also, like, the other version. He's like, no, because he felt like in Africa they were not respecting the women in his band. Yeah. And the women in his community. Mm. So to marry all of them, they were becoming, like, Mrs. Fellow mm. Yeah. So... Makes sense. So can you see, like, there's a lot of myths, legends, and you can't prove them now because has passed on exactly we can't exactly ask him yeah but no guys please like check it out this man just lived a hell of a life because for me no he is the most important musician also like such a huge nigerian icon like also african icon african 
because he musician. I mean, yeah, I mean his music also. I appreciate how political it was because I feel like yeah. it's so hard even now for musicians to do that. Yes, there's so much backlash that now. comes with that. Especially now. I mean, even then, you know, I feel like it was harder then because then you can get beat up and nobody can say anything about it. You know, it's oh, harder. They to, could cover it up quick. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. now it's harder to beat up a musician. They can just go online and be like, "I was beat up by the cops because I said something political." Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. So I feel like then it was really hard, and I really applaud him and. It's not easy, basically, like being a super politically upfront person yes. and then also creating fabulous music. And being ultra honest. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's only, for me, the only person that ever came close to him was Bob Molly. Mm. Like that larger than life, move an entire country, influence the politics entire world, and society. Yeah. And Especially the black community specifically. Train of thought. I mean, the amount of quotes that this guy's going to give you in this documentary, they just mind blow. Yeah. So one thing I will say, which I felt like, because when I did the research, I felt mm. like, wow, I didn't know that. Mm. So he has a song called uh, Beast, of, or Beast of No Nation. Mm-hmm. This was an actual direct sort of um, reply to a statement that P.W. Bertha, the former apartheid, <laughs> yeah, the former apartheid president made, mm-hmm. when he said that the uprisings against like, apartheid will bring out the beast within the white community. Mm. They were saying this to the blacks in South Africa. So when Fella heard this, he was like, Wait, you're saying that you're going to bring out the beast, but you're already sort of oppressing those people. Like, what beast were you talking about? Exactly. And so he said, beast with no nation, that mm. if you are this beast, you don't have a nation. You're not even African in his mind. Makes so, so much sense. And that's just like a... That's just one line. Yeah. So if you watch the documentary, you're <laughs> yeah. just going to hear... I mean, he had very strong thoughts about yeah. what and it means to be African. open as well. Nah, man. So man's a legend. Shout out to him. Yep. Shout out to... He's surviving family that are mm. still keeping up the, the fellow tradition. Like, I mean, we got to see the son yep. perform. We have seen a raft of like just people that celebrate his music and yep. continue to. Femikoya. All over the world. Yeah, Femikoya, even locally, we got to go to that show. Yeah. So yeah, man, this guy was just was just a, like an icon, man, and Definitely. a full-on legend. The most important musician for me to ever exist that will ever exist. There'll never be another fella. But yeah, man. Guys, please check it out. We're going to definitely put this in like in the description. Mm. And yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And I hope you actually check out the beer and the documentary. And just listen to Fella's music as well. Yeah, because whatever he sings about, he was singing about it in the 70s and the 80s, but it's still relevant. Today, 100%. 100%. says a lot about human society. Yep. <laughs> a lot that we, don't, we can't go into now. <laughs> yeah, or don't want to. But Sorry for another day. Yeah, but nah, man. Good episode. Yeah, definitely. Good episode. Are we signing off? Let's. So, yeah, good times. Open minds.